What happens if your opinions and thoughts don't necessarily align with the presidential candidates and you show up to the polling site and turn in an empty ballot? This is what Victor did. Victor always complains about politics. He disagrees with supporters of both political parties and he believes that better people need to be in charge of our nation. And so he states that voting for one candidate as opposed to another isn't going to enable us to have the best leader possible. So he shows up to a polling site presents his information, and turns in an empty ballot. In this case, I would argue that Victor is not fully appreciating what it means to have the status and the capacity to vote. If you're 18 or older and a U.S. citizen, you have been blessed with the privilege to vote. Many times we feel as if our perceptions of certain issues don't coincide with any of the candidates running for president. With that being said, though, voting is a privilege that not everyone has. And staying at home with your arms crossed because you don't like any presidential candidates is not going to benefit you or anyone in your community in a small or large scale. Voting is like a superpower in a way. When you use it, you have the power to be an active participant and present your say in the direction in which you want your nation to go. Voting is a privilege that U.S. citizens over 18 have that allows them to actively participate in how they are governed. Some nations, such as Saudi Arabia, for instance, have only allowed certain people to vote for decades. According to the Pew Research Center, there's a huge problem. 158.4 million ballots were casted in the 2020 election. And out of those who were of voting age, only 6 out of 10 showed up to vote. And out of all of the eligible voters, only two-thirds of the eligible voters showed up to vote. So the issue here is that a third of eligible voters did not participate in the 2020 presidential election. The issue is also that the power of enfranchisement is not being taken seriously. People do not consider how long it took to get to where we are today. History and everything in it tells us how much people struggled, groups of people struggled, to enable us to get the power to vote. The 19th Amendment, if you think about it, was only adopted a little over a century ago, in 1920. And so women haven't really been voting for that long. In fact, take Saudi Arabia for an example. Only in 2015 were Saudi women able to actually start to vote and be candidates in municipal elections. In fact, many citizens in Saudi Arabia lack the ability to participate in national politics. So, yes, this is an issue. It's an issue of not utilizing your individual potential to catapult your nation in the right direction. It's an issue of people who don't go out to vote and then sit there complaining without even having the right to complain if you took no part in the process whatsoever. So voter turnout is a serious issue because it's not necessarily where we need it to be. And it's also serious because people don't really realize the implications that voting has if you do or do not do it. Votes determine the fate of the nation for the next four years. Votes enable us to voice our opinions. Votes enable us to be an active citizen. It's really important to be an active citizen and to contribute to society. If you have the resources, the privilege to do so, why wouldn't you use that? It could only 
benefit you if you go out of your way and just cast a vote. Voter turnout has risen since the 60s, but it's still not at its maximum potential or where we need it to be. If 33% of eligible voters aren't showing up to vote, and that was last year, it has considerably rose since then. That's an issue. So, in essence, people like Victor have to be more open-minded, especially in our generation today. With all of the classes that we are being told to take in university, such as these core classes that are supposed to help us to open our minds and not be so narrow-minded, we have to be open to putting faith in a candidate and trust that he or she will do better than the other. That's never a guarantee, of course, but if we at least have the courage to put some faith in a candidate, even if you don't completely agree with everything he or she stands for or has to offer according to his or her campaign, it means something. Your vote also has the potential to make or break the election and the future if you really think about it. The future is at stake when you dispose of your right to vote. Susan B. Anthony says, Someone struggled for your right to vote. Use it. See, the thing with that quote is, in fact, thousands of people struggled for your right to vote over centuries. So why would you take something such as the privilege to vote? And just because you disagree with the information presented to you by either presidential candidate, why would you just simply sit there and say, no, I'm not going to participate in the election. If you have the power for your voice to be heard in any way, you should use it. Because then it wouldn't really make sense for you to sit around complaining if you contributed nothing to the process of electing a president. Presidents are a huge deal, and people have to start realizing that. Voting is a huge deal, and people have to start realizing that as well. So if thousands of people struggled for your right to vote, use the right to vote.